Hi, this is Dave Durer, and before we start our reading today, I just want to do a quick, brief recap of what preceded our passage of Scripture today. After God called Moses to confront Pharaoh, we read and heard about Moses' feelings of inadequacy and inability to trust God to help him. God assured him, but subsequently provided help in the person of his brother Aaron. The initial meeting with Pharaoh did not go well. In fact, Pharaoh even made things more difficult for the Israel slaves. So difficult, they angrily and strongly complained to Moses. Moses then approached God and asked, Why are you mistreating your people? Why are you sending me? This is where we pick up our reading today. God's response to Moses' questions go as follows. Chapter 6, verses 1 through 13, is what I will read. Then the Lord told Moses, Now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. When he feels the force of my strong hand, he will let the people go. In fact, he will force them to leave his land. And God said to Moses, I am Yahweh, the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as El Shaddai. God Almighty, but I did not reveal my name, Yahweh, to them, and I reaffirmed my covenant with them. Under its terms, I promised to give them the land of Canaan, where they were living as foreigners. You can be sure that I have heard the groans of the people of Israel, who are now slaves to the Egyptians, and I am well aware of my covenant with them. Therefore, say to the people of Israel, I am the Lord. I will free you from your oppression and will rescue you, rescue you from your slavery in Egypt. I will redeem you with a powerful arm and great acts of judgment. I will claim you as my own people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God, who has freed you from your oppression in Egypt. I will bring you into the land I swore to give Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will give it to you as your very own possession. I am the Lord. So Moses told the people of Israel what the Lord had said. But they refused to listen anymore. They had become too discouraged by the brutality of their slavery. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go back to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and tell him to let the people of Israel leave his country. But Lord, Moses objected, my own people won't listen to me anymore. How can I expect Pharaoh to listen? I'm such a clumsy speaker. But the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them orders for the Israelites and for Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. The Lord commanded Moses and Aaron to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt. Now, as I've read and reread this passage, the events taking place and the conversations recorded between Moses and God have really hit me at multiple levels. Internal questions have risen within me, questions that have really confronted me head on about my need for comfort, my fear of failure, my issue with pride creating my inability to step into something simply because you know, if I mess up and people see it and notice it, they will laugh, mock, or think less of me.
This is my narrative. And I'd like to point this out at this point. It doesn't come from God. This is my narrative. It's not what God thinks of me. But it's caused me to look inward once again and listen with a greater sensitivity and awareness to God's voice through his word and ask the question, what is he saying to me today? Maybe some of these very thoughts have risen in you when hearing the story of Moses' reaction after God's call on his life. Maybe you can relate, relate to being in a similar place, a place where you clearly sense God directing you to move into a specific action. Or maybe you sense he's confronting you in an area of your life. Or you sense he desires you to stand up for maybe someone or support those who need care or encouragement. Maybe he's desiring to move you out of your comfort zone and encouraging you to take a risk, maybe for the very first time. So the question today is not how do we avoid finding ourselves in this place where our comfort is challenged, our fears are confronted, and our pride is uncovered, but rather the question to ask ourselves is, what does God want me to know when I'm in this place? What does he want me to learn about him? And how is that going to help me power through? Let's look at how this played out for Moses in this passage of scripture. God's answer to Moses as he protested and questioned him is for it's the same for us as well today. And it's interestingly short and very to the point. In fact, it's repeated four times in this passage, so we can't miss it. And here it is. God said, I am the Lord. Four words. I am the Lord. Four times. I am the Lord. You know, this is not necessarily new information. And surprisingly, God is not even addressing Moses' questions and complaints. Rather, God is telling Moses, and really us here today, you don't know me the way you should. You really don't know me the way you should. Moses, or we could insert our name into this, Dave in my case, you don't know me the way you should. In fact, right now, God could say, you sound a lot like Pharaoh when he himself said to Moses, I do not know your God and I won't let you go. So that's how God addressed this. And there's a problem identified here. For Israel, they thought their problem was Egypt and how they were mistreated and oppressed as slaves. Instead, God was intimating the problem was what was going on inside of each of them. The condition of their heart was exposed. For us, it's not being enslaved by Egypt, but instead something else that keeps us from recognizing or experiencing or embracing the truth of who God is. It could be our comfort as we talked about early, earlier, or it could be our fears, or maybe our pride that we find has a grip on us, and often we find it holding us back. For both the Israelite nation and you and I, God's answer is the same. I am the Lord. Moses wanted to talk about Pharaoh 
and the awful Egyptians and how bad things were going for him. God answered Moses, and he's answering you and I today, and did so by speaking about his character, his care, his concern, and faithfulness exhibited from generation to generation. It's who he is. He states, I am the Lord. God's word to Moses helps us to understand the meaning behind his forward answer. And I invite you to join me today and open your hearts so we can recognize and understand what I am the Lord means to you and to me. And then hopefully lean into that and live into it. God knows each of us personally. He knows your name. He knows your story. He's aware of your narratives. He knows all about your fears, your need for comfort, your hang-ups. He wants you to focus on him. That's why he says, I am the Lord. This is what he's telling each of us. He wants to keep our hearts soft and pliable in order for us to trust him fully. He desires to give us freedom from the junk that holds us back. He wants to reveal his purpose for our lives. He knows how we fit into his bigger story, and he is eager for us to merge into that. I'm going to repeat that. He knows how we fit into his bigger story. He already knows that, and he's eager. He is so excited and eager for us to merge into that. What do you sense God is asking you today? And what will be your response? Please join me in prayer. Lord, thank you again for reminding us to keep our focus on you instead of the issues, problems, and discouragements that sometimes surround us and often enslave us. We recognize you today as our Lord. Lord God, provide us with strength and encouragement to anchor into the power of these words repeated today, I am the Lord. With that knowledge firmly planted within us, we know we can face today and each day with total confidence and peace. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.